A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cork's 96FM and C103. And you're very welcome back to the program. And you know what? Sunday morning is always a very early rise for myself and Connor, obviously, because we have to get in and be here and ready to go and awake <laughs> by eight o'clock. Um, but I was actually awake this morning since just after five and I went, I wonder, are there still any tickets left for Karen Underwood in Cork Opera okay. House? Because I tried booking that online earlier on in the week and then my phone rang and I went off on this big tangent and I forgot to finish the booking. So this morning at five o'clock, I woke up and I went, oh my God, I bet they're gone because Culture Night is coming up. I got a couple of tickets, Karen, at five o'clock this morning. <laughs> Good morning, Karen Underwood. It's such a lovely pleasure to have you on the programme today. <laughs> Oh, girl, so good to hear your voice. Hi, Connor. How you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> good to see you. Yeah. What kind yeah. of technology have you got the other side of the desk? But listen, Karen, when I went on this morning, there were like, I, I don't know, what, six tickets left for Friday night? Something That's like right. that. And now there's four. Now there's four. <laughs> there's what, four left. Well, whether or not there, t- well, that would be two other pods that were there at 5 a.m. Wow. Now, if people want to do fastest <laughs> finger and we'll know that, you know, it'll be totally gone by the end of the show within the next five minutes if they're not gone already. Mm. Before we get on to talk about that concert on Friday night, you know, um, like, obviously, you have had the most incredible summer because for a variety of reasons, there have been a, a couple of really significant concerts for Cork. That's right. But I imagine really personally, emotionally overwhelming and moving for you. Like John O'Brien was telling me about the concerts in Elizabeth Fort and we had a little clip of that in the programme before nine o'clock this morning. It'll be in the full podcast up online later. Can't um, wait to hear that. But you... You were there for that first concert. That's right. I was invited to uh, open the series at Elizabeth Fort for The Everyman and also to close it. But when I walked out of the opening and I realized that once again, I was being human. I was doing what humans do and that's connect with other humans face to face. I was overwhelmed. I was emotional. And so were our, uh, the audience. But it was just powerful, and it was a beautiful and beautiful night. And, and of course, a storm was on the forecast. And I looked out, and I was singing at last, and, you know, all the skies above are blue and <laughs> this kind of thing, and, and uh, singing Wonderful World and waiting for this storm to come, which never happened. And it was just, it was just magnificent. I know. I, I, all I heard was that people were just weeping and weeping and weeping in the audience. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Hmm. They were. And believe it or not, I might have had a little something in my eye occasionally during Mm -hmm. that concert. I didn't really feel 
an overwhelming sadness. I just felt an overwhelming connectedness. Because, you know, when, you, when you're saying to a, uh, a camera uh, to go out to a, a stream, it, it's wonderful and it's, it's good to have the opportunity. But you, nothing, nothing beats the real thing. No, it doesn't. And yeah. I, I think, you know, so many people, even Connor and myself, whenever we have managed to get out to anything, yeah. the two of us have just turned to look at each other so often. We've been holding hands at concerts like we were only barely after meeting because it's just <laughs> emotional. And looking at each other with lumps in our throats and tears it's in our really eyes. It's really handy to have a mask sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> thankful, thankful for my mask. But it is, you know, when we watched so many concerts streamed, and it's it's true, it, the, the air is different and it uh, it is very emotional to have those concerts and you closed out the series as well as they say due to popular demand how <laughs> joyful was that you know you just can't beat it and you know a line that you just said there struck me you were looking at the skies and waiting for the storm and I think we've all kind of been holding our breath haven't we with the exactly. storm waiting for the storm to pass now it hasn't exactly. passed as such yet but there, there is that level of tension that we're all holding within ourselves and I think music has helped us release that I think that is the wonderful thing about music I think that it transcends emotions on all levels you know in, one, in the same show I can feel uh sadness and sing a song like maybe I'm singing Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell with John O'Brien or with an orchestra. Uh, I'm singing, you know, What a Wonderful World and I'm feeling happy but I'm also carrying a certain amount of sadness too. And I think nothing helps us express, well there are maybe one or two other things I can think of but especially music does help me to express what I feel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, that was sort of the first, I mean, I know you did so many uh, streamed events, but that was the first major come with an audience kind of event and uh, that I associated you with mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that. But then we came to Soul in the City last weekend and I was looking and seeing there was even a tiny little try out of a little jazz dance down McCartan Street and everything like that festival from its very beginnings mm-hmm. uh, you have been front center heart and soul for that festival and just amazing to see something like that happening in Cork last weekend you know it was it was amazing and I, and I love my, my bestie one of my besties Norvin Gallon of Gallagher's she uh, we, we, we had that baby together that's our love child was so on the city <laughs> festival and it was always my ambition to say I'm only here for a short time so what what can I leave behind what legacy can I leave behind and I wanted it to be black American music the, I, I mean there's no getting around my tan no matter how you know we we try to we can't sugarcoat it you know I'm a black woman who lives in Ireland who has American roots and who has an Irish soul as well. So to bring that to um, Irish culture for me was everything. That's why we started Soul in the City, and that's why we hired Eventy Management to take over the management of Soul in the City Festival to bring it across the city. And I tell you, Sinead Dunphy is some smooth operator with a neck like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can say that, and we would say that with all the love in our hearts and affection. Yes, absolutely. I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly absolutely. what you mean. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you don't you don't get something without going for it, and that's one thing Sinead does, and that's what I love about her yeah. is her tenacity. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Now, you obviously talked about being a black woman. And the reason I mm-hmm. specifically come back to that is that is what you are doing in the Opera House this coming Friday night for Culture That's Night. That's right. So tell me about this, because I, I know one of the ways you sort of introduced yourself on a bigger scale to Cork audiences. Oh, my God. How many years ago is it now since you did the Nina in me? Um, but this maybe is maybe 20 this years. Yeah. Is, yeah. Oh, I know. Maybe. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. this is different on Friday night. What, what's, what's happening? What are you creating? What I'm creating is my interpretation of the Black American Songbook. So, like, these will be the kind of songs that I would have listened to of my daddy growing up as a little girl. Songs he played to me, songs he sang to me, um, it, exposing me to things like Porgy and Bess and exposing me to Showboat and the music of Paul Robeson and Mahalia Jackson and some of the greatest um, in music history, uh, in black music history. And um, I thought, if I'm going to do the Black American Songbook, it has to be the Black American Songbook series. Yes. You know, this this is volume one. You know, I was I was really caught, you know, trying to say, how do I leave this one in, this this artist? And, you know, how do you, you can't leave out Aretha Franklin. Oh, you can't leave out. And then and it becomes, you can't leave out this one and that one. So I thought, you know what? Build an arc. <laughs> Tell the story. Let the song speak for themselves. And in the, in the process of John being so incredibly busy with Heart of a Dog and all of his other endeavors, I, um managed to secure a young musician from the School of Music named Daniel Murphy. And it's just great to see such great uh, produce from this Cork School of Music and to, and to collaborate with someone younger, giving me a different vibe. But with music of, uh, from, the, from the plantation all the way to today. Well, Daniel is quite an extraordinary composer and musician himself, isn't he? He really is. Yeah, Daniel Murphy is. That's what he's doing, and he's going on to, I believe, do a master's in the school of music, if I if I can say so. He's going to kill me later, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a wonderful young, incredibly young, sensitive young man and a musician, and 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 I just like to work with good people. I don't care about their age, gender, none of that matters to me. He's just a good person. So the program of music on Friday night is the first collection in a series of concerts. And uh, when I saw the title of the concert, Karen, it just made immediate sense. It was felt like things clicked into place. This is what should be done. Then this is what needs to be done. Absolutely. I mean, um, I was looking at, you know, okay, this is culture night. And what does culture mean to me? And it's, and, and I thought that, you know, it's how we identify through social customs and cuisine and language and religion and arts and music. So I started looking at my set list and I thought, you got to bring the Negro spirituals and you got to call them Negro spirituals. You got to call it as it was, as I learned it, as I, as I heard it, you know, growing up and what it meant when Harriet Tubman sang to people, you know, waves in the water. What was she saying? What were the messages? And I think it's how religion came across, you know, wait in the water, steal away to Jesus. It was all covered in religion, but it was also to give messages, signals to passengers through the Underground Railroad. And then to bring that home to people like Sam Cooke, who said, I know a change is going to come. Mm-hmm. There's just some people, that you, you know, that have to be included in stories that have to be told. And 
I mean, I feel like I'm just a messenger in it all, really. You know, when you consider the last two years that we've had and you haven't been able to go and see your family in Chicago and your sister and your brothers haven't been able to come over Mm -hmm. here and we had George Floyd and the whole movement that happened out of that. You know, you're here in Ireland so long. I I just think of you as like Cork. (laughs) I am Cork. I know you are Cork, but but the thing is, I guess, there is a deeper pull, isn't there now? You know, they, this must all have not just a, a, a memory and a childhood resonance for you, not just a church resonance for you. This really has a transatlantic pull in your core of solar plexus for you. It has a transatlantic pull in my solar plexus. I couldn't say it any better. I mean, my family is way over there experiencing some of the worst forms of discrimination and racism that I could possibly imagine which is one of the reasons why I'm staying in Cork, because I'm treated like a goddess here. I mean, I'm sorry for my family, and I will get to see them very, very soon. But, uh, yeah, I went through all the whole George Floyd and COVID and not being able to sing and not being able to perform and everything that happened. And um, it's been hard. Mm. It's been, it's been, a, it's been a huge pull towards home, and there's been a huge fear to make me want to stay here. Yeah, And in all of it, you know, I get to make wonderful music of my roots and the people that I came from and uh, share it with my people that are here. So, I mean, I have to just look at the glass being half full and half empty at the same time. Well, that's that's what I love about you. <laughs> Yourself and Mary, you're just, you know, no matter how tough things are, the two of you yeah. are just so open and giving and loving all the time. Okay, we are so running out of time and I have planned to play more Disney music. Uh, I have, you know, <laughs> let it go from Frozen lined up and we're just not going to be able to fit it in today, which is killing me. We're just going to have to play it next week instead. But in the meantime, uh, what, are, what are the concerts? You have like 30 seconds to tell me what are the concerts you have coming up or what's in the plan after this well what's in the plan after this is i hope to continue the black american songbook series for the uh jazz festival so have a look have a look for that it's coming up soon because you can't get you can't get uh, everything in in one and a half hours or one hour and 15 minutes so this is going to continue and it's going to grow and hopefully grow to an orchestra one day, um, telling these stories and sharing uh, this wonderful music with Cork. Yeah, Karen Underwood, I wish you all the very best of luck and love for yeah. Culture Night. Thank you so much for chatting to us this morning. Thanks yeah. a million. So. Thank you so much. Bye, Connor. Bye, bye Karen. And, and bye. Soon. Yeah, bye to everybody as well. We're out of time. Yeah, bye indeed to everybody this morning okay. because we are t- so out of time. We're going to say thank you indeed okay. to all our guests. We'll put stuff up on the podcast this afternoon and we'll chat to you again next week. Bye. Corks 96 FM and C103. The Arts House. With Griffin's Potatoes, feeding Cork families with delicious Griffin's New Seasons Queens. Find them on Facebook at Griffin's Potatoes.